Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And ZZ Top with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's going to be a really nice day today. Sunny and a high of 82. And that's a perfect night to come out to Free Music Fridays at MGM tonight. Yeah, tonight is, uh, let's see, I'm going to get his name right uh, sometime this week. It is Jesus Pagan Isu Orchestra. Orchestra. I hope you're practicing all day long to make that announcement. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I'll screw it up uh, by the time I get there tonight and uh, look like a fool like I usually do. Hey, uh, it is Friday. That means open line Friday. Oh, man. I was waiting for that all week long. Yeah, that would have made uh, the week a lot easier to get through. Also, tickets to the uh, Southwick National Pro Motocross Championship at the Wick on July 8th. We have tickets uh, for that coming up later on this morning, too. All right. And much more. It's 536 on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 in Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Mostly sunny today with a high of 86. Tomorrow, more of the same. It's 61 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well for the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, here's a pretty picture. Uh, Sources say that Madonna is still bedridden as she fights off her bacterial infection and she's, quote, vomiting uncontrollably. Mm. Huh. What kind of material is in that, girl? Mm. Oh, I see what you're doing here. That's right, yeah. Uh, Papa, don't puke. Papa, don't puke. Yeah, that's the way the one I would have done. Uh, what else uh, could we do here? Uh, let's see. Uh, hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty anyway, much it. Some people say she was working too hard on her upcoming tour and ignoring the signs of illness. Could be. You know, she's getting up there. What your is she, immune- like 62? Yeah. If your immune system uh, doesn't uh, fight off infection like it used to. I can see. Uh, Listen, I, I couldn't tour the world and uh, entertain the way I used to. That's true. You couldn't. I'm slowing down. That's uh, that's my feel. That's part of life, isn't it? It you is just part start of life. Slowing yeah. down. Absolutely. But this is your prime, Bax. This is where you need to start shining. No, Steve. I'm I'm long past my prime. I don't even know if I ever actually uh, stumbled across my prime. Uh, the hundred and thirty nine dollar fee they pay every year. Don't you stumble across that for prime? That's only after it goes to collections. Oh, okay. Uh, Rain Wilson is not afraid to talk about his faith, but it makes other people uncomfortable. Quote, frankly, I think it freaks people out. I think that most of Hollywood, especially comedians in Hollywood, talking about God is the uncoolest thing you could ever possibly do. He adds, quote, it certainly doesn't help my career. I'm not doing any any of this for self-promotion or career. Wilson recently spoke about the anti-Christian bias in Hollywood, saying, quote, could there be a Bible reading preacher on the show who is actually loving and kind? He uh, also published a book earlier this year called Soul Boom, Why We Need a Spiritual Revolution by Dwight Schrute. <laughs> okay. Well, he's got his well, he's got his right to his opinions and, uh, you know. Well, you know, there there is a lot of bias against uh, people of faith. In Hollywood? Everywhere. A lot of people are like, uh, you know... Dismissive. Yeah, but uh, that Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Those people get uh, they get so much ridicule. Just and I don't for, know why, because that's uh, that one makes a lot of sense to be- me. Remember that lady with the with the colander over her head? I do. Yeah, she lives right here in Massachusetts. 
Don't expect any of the uh, 4th of July posts from Captain America this year. Chris Evans deleted his social media accounts for the summer. He says, I'm treating myself to a summer with less screen time, so I'm taking a little break from Twitter and Instagram. See you soon. Much love. I would like to do that. Why don't you? Because they can't do it for a full day. You, are you serious? <laughs> I'm hooked, man. I, I'm hooked. I, I usually do it every year. When I, when I go on uh, my little uh, vacation to the beach, I, I shut the, I, I just deactivate yeah. the, uh, the profiles. I don't really post that much other than to uh, shamelessly self-promote things that are going on. No, but you're nosy and you want to find out what other people are up oh, to. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I have no problem looking at it. Oh, look, you're a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich that you had this morning for breakfast. I wanted to see that. Well, I just, just yesterday yeah. I drank a coffee online. Uh, and people had a real problem with that. Chris isn't the only one taking a break. Taryn Egerton is, too. Chris rep- uh, reposted Taryn's announcement and said, quote, couldn't have said it better myself. Count me in. Yeah, but when, it's like, when do you shut it off? Like, to see how many likes you get first on that post before you deactivate it? All right, let me see how many likes I get before I, sh- I, I, I unplug from social media. How many times do you see people put that, uh, you know, like on Facebook or Twitter? Yeah. I'm leaving social media, and people say, oh, no, 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 don't do that. No, see, this is what you do. You just leave. You do the Irish exit. Yeah, you should and never. You if you're going to announce you're leaving. Yeah. You have to under you you overestimate your worth to other people. Yeah, you you just surprisingly do it, and then here's what happens: the people that uh, they they think you've defriended them, so then they'll really defriend you on that thing, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you got a fresh new set of uh, friends to uh, to welcome. Yeah, or you could just deactivate temporarily, and that'll be fine. That's you always what I go mean, back. Yeah, when you deactivate, people see that blank spot, so then they defriend you. Yeah. So then you'll never be friends again. It's a great way to get rid of all the dead weight. It's a great way to stay in shape, too. <laughs> by by removing things from Facebook. Uh, Amanda, C- how do you say it? Sifried? Sifried? Yes. Yeah. Has some interesting wall art at her home in the Catskills. Like a custom wool vagina. She says she really doesn't know why she has it, but quote, I like to remember that we're all human. She also has a picture of herself holding a dead cat. Hmm. She says uh, she once told an artist friend of hers that she wanted him to paint her holding a dead cat, so he did. She calls it her favorite piece ever. Now, uh, do you- Girl, you know what you got in your hands? You got a dead pussy cat. Now, do you have to anchor that to the wall, or can you just uh, you know, use it with normal hooks? I think you could just use the meat hook. I would think the uh, the vagina would require you know extra yeah. stabilization. I would think so too. The wool vagina. Hmm. That makes me itch. Ba 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 black sheep. Have you any wool? <laughs> Three bags full. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, in case you didn't know, John Mulvaney was a writer on SNL from 2008 to 2013. He says during that time there were two guests that didn't exactly have a positive reaction to his pitches. Josh Brolin and Mick Jagger. John says, quote, Josh said, well, this isn't funny. I was writing something, and I started to walk him through it, and he went, yeah, no, but that's not funny. And it was so matter-of-fact, I wouldn't even call it the worst. I found it very refreshing. I, It was early enough on Tuesday night that I didn't proceed with it. His interaction with Mick was less than an exchange. The joke he wrote for Mick was, quote, hey, everyone, I'm Mick Jagger. So mothers lock up your daughters, or should I say daughters lock up your mothers? Ah, <laughs> that's, see, that's even better. And John says Mick said to quote, "No, I don't like that. Huh. Don't do that, Walt. 
I would think that would help Mick out, especially a, a man of his age. I thought he had like a good sense of humor on him. Make fun of himself. Maybe he doesn't like it when it comes to the age of the... Yeah, like the age of the girlfriends type of thing. Uh, my girlfriend's only 40 years younger than me. It's only half my age. <laughs> it still puts her at 50. Right. And uh, Kim Kardashian was recently spotted holding up a seashell to, uh, to her ear while doing a photo shoot at the beach. You know, it's summertime. Right. Fourth of July weekend, right? I yeah. guess. She was had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I heard an echo like this was when Ray J gaped my goo canoe in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn <laughs> for thirty nine ninety five. Okay, and Kaylin? Well, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once uh, gave her a sunscreen necklace. <laughs> I nailed her with the zinc milk milkshake. Uh-huh. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is uh, uh, <laughs> after we played some beach blanket bingo, I wagnered her sweater cows with some raw oyster colada. <laughs> What else are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is after she finished ringing out my Speedo eel, she looked like she got hit by a tub of Cool Whip launched by John Elway. <laughs> We're bringing back the old athletes. Yeah, that's, that's long yardage right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is your Hollywood trash at Rock 102. Ah! Have you heard? And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As most of you know, employment typically involves a strict compliance with a carefully crafted set of rules. There are rules, some, uh, some things that you can do at work, and there are some things that you can't. Personally, I try to stay within these rules and guidelines, not because I'm a hapless shill for the company line, but because I'm far too attached to my bi-weekly paycheck to put it at risk. So when the company tells me that I'm not supposed to do certain stuff, I tend to follow along. However, when these stipulations are aggressively violated, that's when the organizational arm of human resources comes down with its stiff and powerful fists and asserts its authority. Now, the National Football League, they operate on the same authoritarian premise. This is why the NFL suspended four players yesterday for violating the league's anti-gambling pro- uh, policy. Specifically, former UMass cornerback Isaiah Rogers and defensive end Rashad Berry, both of the Indianapolis Colts, as well as former Lions defensive tackle Demetrius Taylor, all given indefinite suspensions for betting on football games last season. Meanwhile, Titans offensive tackle Nicholas Petit-Frere was suspended for six games for betting on other sporting events while he was at the workplace. Folks, the NFL not only has very strict anti-gambling policies, they're also very clear about making each player, coach, and employee fully aware of these policies. In other words, it's not like these four dopes weren't aware of the rules, and yet the thrill of losing your shirt and your paycheck by wagering a few bucks was compelling enough to ignore those rules and assume that nothing bad could possibly happen to you. Especially if you're doing it on company time, on company Wi-Fi, on company profiting. This is why I keep the bulk of my sketchy behaviors relegated to the home. Sure, gambling at work sounds like a lot of fun, but once that indefinite suspension kicks in, leaving you with no money to gamble, you then begin to realize that perhaps you've just made a tremendous mistake thinking that the rules, the very ones you signed off on, do not apply to you. Well, I hate to break it to you, fella, but they do. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Ego 21-inch self-propelled lawnmower from Rocky's runs on battery power. There's no smelly gas. It starts with a touch of a button, and it's quiet. Best of all, it's got the same power as a gas mower. 
Get an Ego Power Plus mower for just $6.49 at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. 102 Springfield Classic Rock at 611 in the Rolling Stones with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 86. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 85. It's 61 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm at a point now where I have to buy another appliance for my home. I always hate having to do that. New appliance? Yeah. yeah why, I, why do you hate uh, buying appliances? Well, because I don't... Uh, all the... Uh, hurdles that you have to go through before you you find the right one for your house and the right priced one too. Mm-hmm. Uh, my refrigerator has been uh, making this noise uh, that pretty much translates to yeah I'm gonna die soon. What uh, what kind of noise is it making? Uh, much like a, a dying person would do, like the gurgling at the end and oh, the, okay. you know all yeah, that stuff sure. and uh, and whatnot. Um, but it, it's like it's like making a hum, and then like is it, is it starting to like hallucinate uh, and seeing other appliances that uh, yeah. were in its past? Yes, yes, I think yeah. that's what it is. It's reincarnating itself, you know. Yeah, it's okay. going to reincarnate itself as, as some other brand. Yeah, like it's like that. Sometimes yeah. like they hallucinate that uh, there's a trash compactor that they knew in the store that they yeah. haven't seen in years. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's the kind of thing. Right. I, I missed you. Um, <laughs> Well, the, the the problem with it, I mean, the thing is is old. I I don't know. It's got to be at least twelve years old, uh, and 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 you can tell that there's there's some air leak or something in there because the freezer stuff is getting all like it gets that frosty stuff on the outside uh, of it, yeah. and the ice machine. You can clearly see that there. You know, I had to shut that off because it was like starting to leak. Uh, you know, it wasn't making ice properly. So I said, okay, well, let me uh, let me uh, reassess things here and, yeah. and and see what I can get. Well, by the sounds of it, it sounds like it's it's time to put that thing to sleep. Yes, but I need to get one first <laughs> before I do that. So I uh, the other day I went to I went to Lowe's and uh, and and checked out the stuff there. Uh-huh. The problem here's the thing: I measure, so I measured the opening of the my fridge goes into like a cabinet. Mine too. Right. So it go, it, they call it counter depth or whatever whatever the heck they call it. Sure. So, you know, the, I I have no problem with depth. I don't have the I don't have a depth issue. I have a width issue. So sorry to hear that. The opening. This thing is huge. It's it's a it's a Kenmore, uh, a Kenmore Elite. Well, wasn't that elite though? You know. Sounds pretty hoity-toity. Well, it, but it, it's a, it's a pretty decent-sized fridge. But I, I, I really don't even need anything that big either. I just need stuff to keep, you know, food cold. And, uh, you know, it'd be great if it had an ice maker on it, but it doesn't necessarily have to, you know? Sure. So uh, I measure the opening, and it's 36 inches. And I'm like, okay, well, then this this thing is obviously less than 36 inches. It's about 35 and 35.75 is this yeah. like a like one of those double door type of things, yeah, or like one a, big it's, door? It's a two French doors and then a bottom freezer to it. Gotcha. With the ice tray and all that uh, jazz below. I hear you. So uh, I said, okay, well let me uh, let me go uh, check these things out. So the guy at Lowe's, who was pretty helpful, was like, I said, can we just measure these just to make sure because I have the measurements here, and uh, it says on the sign on the specs that this thing is. 35.75 inches. Okay. But then when we took the tape measure, 
and and not on the front part of not on the uh, you know the, not on the part that would stick out of the counter to the part that would stick in the counter. Uh, it's it was saying thirty six, and I'm like, well, I don't want to order this thing and then have it not fit into the cabinet. That would be you that'd know, be a waste, a waste of money, and right. then I'd have to pay for a return fee or whatever the heck else you, you got to do. So I don't understand, like, why do they say it's this? And we did this to several of them, and they all said 36. But if you tried to put 36 into 36, you're gonna have you're not gonna have much wiggle room. You know what I'm saying? You need no, I, a, little, I get it. a little little bit of uh, room on each side. So I don't understand how these things are are built. And this guy wasn't, you know, his his department wasn't appliances. He was just helping. I had that's uh, like a similar problem many years ago when we had to replace our fridge. Yeah, because like yours, um, it, ours was like a like a like a double door thing, and then freezer on the bottom, and it yeah. went into a cabinet. But the problem that we had is uh, there was a hinge on the top of these things that made it even more impossible to yeah. put into the cabinet because the height of the thing right. wouldn't have wouldn't have cleared. So you right. would have had all this wasted depth. And the thing would have to stick out several inches, yeah. So you could open it, yeah. They're like, well, well, this is this uh, this will not do. This is a completely an unacceptable appliance situation. And and then the other thing is like, okay, well, what brand do I get? Right. Do do I? You know, I, I'm sure I'll find one that has the width that I need. Because uh, the guy said, why don't you just get the actual model number of the one that you have, and then we'll make sure that it has you know the matches up to the specs that you need to to, to put into your cabinet. Uh, but but now the brand. Now what brand do I buy? Do I want to spend two thousand dollars on a refrigerator, or yeah. do I want to spend a thousand dollars on a refrigerator? You know, I mean, you can buy one as cheap as five hundred dollars, but then you're only talking about a small little, uh, you know, little ice box, if you will. But then again, you also get all these refrigerators with like really unnecessary, uh, okay, uh, uh, yeah. like a. a, 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 a Features like you know video screens and stuff yeah, like no, that. You don't, I, who needs I, that? I don't want that. I don't want any of that stuff. All I want is something to keep my food cold, uh, some of it frozen, and then maybe make some water and ice. That sure. would that would be helpful. Crushed or cubed? Uh, both. Ooh, that's the good stuff. Yeah, that is the good stuff. But it's like you know, uh, and then somebody says to me the other day, "Well, don't buy don't buy Samsung." Because Samsung apparently has this like history of of problems that people have experienced. Then, wh- well, why are they so popular then? Why why is something so popular uh, that doesn't work well, very well? And they're expensive too. They're not cheap. Yeah, but I mean, it's a popular name. They make a lot of them. That's and that's why. Cost, probably just just probably just because of the the supply is never an issue. Cost of doing business, I right? Guess. So I said, okay, well, maybe a KitchenAid. Oh, baby, you know how much those things cost? Yeah, that'll run you. Like three grand for a, for a, I was like, I'm not spending three grand on a refrigerator. So uh, I found uh, I found a high sense. Okay. Which sounds very much like a karate word. So high sense. <laughs> high sense or yeah. nonsense? <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking. Found a high sense that looked like it would fit, but again, the the width of the back of the of the of the refrigerator. This is so. This is so confusing. Why? Why is there's just too too much uh, variety being offered here? Well, see the 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 I I think that the problem you have, mm-hmm. and it's the same problem that I have, is because somebody built a cabinet around the fridge. You're kind of stuck with that size for the rest of your life, yeah. unless you remove the cabinet 
Well, and that's a big that's a big pain in the ass. I don't want to do that. Well, that's a costly right. expense. Right. But you know, there. I mean, there, there's there's no limit to how big and enormous of a, of a refrigerator you can get. So I'm like looking at some of the prices in these things. Twenty one. You could spend up to twenty one thousand dollars on a refrigerator for your kitchen. Yeah. Who's got that kind of money that is just throwing away twenty one thousand dollars for a refrigerator? I think someone who's who's just looking for the status of having a refrigerator that you could store a couple bodies in. I would buy a Yeti cooler uh, before uh, <laughs> and keep my stuff in that. Before About the same I, price. Yeah, before I would uh, buy a $21,000 refrigerator. But again, you're right. You don't need all this stuff. I've, I've never figured out the whole th- the, the, the whole video sc- yeah. touch screen. It's a refrigerator. Stuff goes in, and then that's yeah. it. If you're looking for something, you open up the refrigerator and there it is and then uh, what's up with the non-magnetic refrigerators anymore you can't uh these refrigerators don't hold m- magnets no i i, I don't uh, really understand that because that's that's part of living well i was gonna say who uh hates children that invented that yeah you hey, we're gonna, your, we're gonna, your, your kids artwork and report cards no 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 you know what you can't hang any of that stuff uh, can't hang any of that stuff on my model of refrigerator. This is the this is the I hate kids refrigerator. Nobody's putting anything up on t- on top of this thing, but it's just it's just frustrating trying to figure out which which brand to get, how much money to spend. You know, I have a budget. Well, how much money do you want to spend? Like twelve hundred bucks. That's reasonable. I thought that was a reasonable yeah. amount of money to at at the most. You know, or or around that area, I guess. You know, here's the thing. Do does one brand or one model keep your food any colder? No. Better than anybody else? That's what I'm getting at. And I found that's why I wanted it. I was like, you know, maybe I should just go with this high sense thing. But then I'm like, are you going to be regretting this purchase uh, two years down the road yeah. when the thing craps out? Listen, if I put a gallon of milk in, say, like a, uh, I don't know, say like a, like a, a Bosch yeah. uh, you know, refrigerator. For like you know six thousand bucks or yeah. whatever the hell it is, it's not going to spoil any faster or slower than if I got like a like a dirt cheap GE. Right. I mean, it's just it's it's simply not. Yeah. So you know, like if you're going to spend a ton of money, you're you're really just doing it so the people who see it say, "Wow, look at that fridge! Wow, look at that fridge! That's a nice fridge. That's the Cadillac of the refrigerator world." You yeah, but nobody says, "Wow, look at that nice cold jug of milk." No, nobody says that. Save yourself the money and don't don't overspend. There was I'm not going yeah. to. And and the other one was uh that that was kind of funny. The uh the one with the glass door on it. Oh yeah, I don't need to it see. It looks that. like it's sleek and it matches the rest of the thing, but then you tap on the door and then it lights up and you can see inside your refrigerator. But I don't want to see how filthy my refrigerator is. You know what else you could do? Open the door. <laughs> You don't which need isn't, to, which isn't much more than tapping on the door, really. No, I not mean, much more activity. But that's a that's a, I think that's a dumb feature. Ridiculous. Uh, oh, let's knock on the glass to see. Oh, how much is that glass? Oh, the glass is uh, three quarters of the price of what the refrigerator is. So you're you're does gonna that, have to play. Does that also mean there's no storage in the door? There's yeah, maybe there isn't. St- yeah, there probably isn't storage in that door on the side because it's got all that that camera equipment. Yeah, I don't know if it's a camera or if it's just like a it's like a black uh, room thing. Yeah. You know, like when you uh, <laughs> like, do you need really need like a mirror to show you of all the expired items that are in your fridge? That's exactly what I'm saying. It's like, gross. Oh, I gonna, oh, I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at that thing I didn't put Saran wrap on. It's growing <laughs> legs in there. You can watch it. You, it's like having an ant farm. You know. <laughs>
<laughs> Let's see what can start crawling in there. But I don't know. Wish me luck. Luck. It's Thanks. 623 in Rock 102. Get to Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 628 and Jimi Hendrix on Rock 102. Uh, it is uh, going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 86. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 85. It is 61 right now in downtown Springfield. You want to laugh? I do. All right. The bet. Is- oh, 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 wrong thing. Wrong, wrong one. one. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> classic rock. So apparently a new study says that uh, men vacuum in the same way they have sex. Really? Yep. They just put it in, make some noise for three or four minutes before they collapse on the couch thinking that their wife should be really, really happy about all this. All it takes is a little dusting. Using the womb. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102. Springfield's classic rock. 632 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A portion of Chickabee Street was closed off last night in response to possible shots fired. At least seven cruisers could be seen around the area of Prospect and Chickabee Streets by the 22 news crews. A uh, portion of the street is closed off. Markers have been placed along the road. According to Chickabee Police, the Detective Bureau is investigating a report of possible shots fired in the area. The road was closed to allow police to search for evidence. And this remains an open investigation. That was crazy. There was police cars and tape, and then they were making sounds like woo, 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 woo. Beamer, beamer. Uh, are they sure it was seven? Could they have miscounted? Could it have been six and one car moved after, like, you know, like, like the number one, number two car may have moved and it looked like seven, but could, only like five? Could have very well been. I don't know. I don't know what uh, what's going on there. I wasn't there. I just want to know, you know how many were, were deployed. And, you know, I, I sometimes question the math of, the 22 news uh, news team listen whatever they say is uh, is by all means the truth of whatever happened there if they say they saw a police car with its lights on then they saw a police car with its lights on yeah well, when they say seven though i mean that's that seems to be i think excessive. they mean several there's a difference uh between seven and several and i think a lot of people don't know the difference of that see i say several when i don't feel like counting how many there are that means there's like three or four, isn't there? Well, I mean, several? technically speaking, but yeah. you know, there could be like six or seven, and I would say, yeah, there's several. Okay, a, it's it would, a general term. Yes, but seven would be seven, not several. Yeah, but what I'm saying is I don't always have the gumption to count seven items or seven things. Well, in this case, just, the police cruisers. That's just silly. I is mean, it? Once you get uh, past three or four, that's a few or several. Well, when, how many should I stop counting at? Ten? Say there was like more than a dozen. No, if you if uh, the next popular term is seven, then you and then you stop at seven. If there's <sighs> only seven there, then you say seven. Okay, All right. I just don't. I don't even know the rules here, so I'm just asking. Well, you don't know any of the rules about the language. I'm always teaching you rules about the language. Thank and, you, Steve. Isn't that right? It's oh, so true. I'm always correcting you on on, on debris. You say debris. It's not cheese backs. It's garbage. <laughs> debris. Okay. Be, go ahead and be that way. Go be a stickler of the rules. Yeah. You know, just because you went to that bougie Marquette, you think you're so, you think that you're so bougie. hot sometimes. It's not sometimes. that bougie. Uh, Springfield police have identified the suspect of a deadly shooting at the intersection of School and Temple Streets last Saturday. According to uh, Police Superintendent Cheryl Clapperwood, an arrest warrant was issued for 30-year-old Haram Martinez on Wednesday in connection to the double shooting and homicide on Saturday. Martinez was located around 1 p.m. on Wednesday on Temple Street and arrested after a brief foot chase. 
They also found 40 grams of crack cocaine and 50 bags of heroin in his possession. Martinez is pleaded not guilty to uh, murder, assault with a battery with a firearm, carrying a firearm without a license, and discharging a firearm within 500 feet of a building. He's fighting that one. I, w- I clearly was 501 feet away yeah. from the nearest building. I mean, I, you know, contest and all the other mm-hmm. stuff, but that one thing. He, uh, he's he been hoarded uh, hell without the right to bail. At the time of his arrest, he was out on bail for firearm and aggregate, aggravated rape charges in Chicopee. Huh. Oh. Well, that would almost uh, you know, beg the argument. Well, then why was he out? Why well, is a system allowing a guy like that to be amongst everybody he and prob- still dangerous? He probably passed the dangerousness hearing the first time. You know, I would really like to know what kind of questions there are on the dangerousness survey. Excuse me, are you dangerous? No. That's good enough for me. Next. Uh, the victim uh, of the shooting was identified on Tuesday as 34-year-old James Brown. A th- around 9.20 p.m. on Saturday, police received the shot spotter activation on School Street. Officers found Brown and another adult man suffering from gunshot wounds. Both victims were brought to Bay State Medical Center where Brown died due to his injuries. A West Springfield man was arrested Wednesday following a search at the Springfield Inn by West Springfield Police, FBI, and Homeland Security. Police executed a search warrant around 6 a.m. at the Inn on Riverdale Street where Louis Yenton was the main suspect. Now, this used to be the old Elsie Motel. Right. It is now the Springfield Inn. It's a classy place. Yes, Highly it is. rated by my, uh, my, my AAA triptych. Officers searched several rooms at the motel and seized a 9mm semi-automatic pistol loaded with 18 rounds of ammunition in the attached magazine, which was found in a hidden compartment under the flooring in one and, a, and rug of one room. Police also seized 96 packs of heroin, 0.7 grams of cocaine, and a digital scale, and $234 in cash. All to be won here on the LC Motel. Price is right. Springfield Inn. Now what's going to be, uh, let me ask you this. Yeah. What do you think the estimated retail value it is to stay at the Springfield Inn? I would probably say it's about seventy bucks. You know Ooh, what? We I, should we should do a Trivago or uh, what is that? Uh, <laughs> like a hotels.com. Like a hotels.com. Yeah. Let's see, uh, Springfield Inn in West Springfield. Let's see how much it is there to stay to a night. You can okay. you can get rid of the music. Oh, I'm gonna say yeah, yeah. He's he's Betty. He's uh, the showcase showdown has uh, all kinds of magazines that he's bidding on. Right. I'm just wondering if all the you know the drugs he had, you know, if you sold it, would it yeah. pay for the room? Uh, maybe. Let's see. Compare prices. What day do you want to check in, Bax? Uh, let's say tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, uh, Saturday, uh, July first, right? Yeah. And then uh, check out. Uh, oh no, actually, we can only look up uh monday july 10 monday july 10th and tuesday july 11th oh they're booked yes okay for then two go, people go to the 10th yeah oh it says please contact this property for details on rates well okay. i thought that's what you were doing i don't th- you know what i think it is i think google just adds this to, to uh, try to sell to hotel owners to hey right. maybe you want this service from us too but uh i don't know i don't know how much it would be I would imagine it would probably be how much would you say a stay in that a, mo- a motel would be? Oh boy, you know I'm. Uh, it's been a long time since I've done the no tell motel type of uh, check in, so I'm going to say probably eighty nine ninety five. I don't know. You know what? I'm going to investigate this. I'm going to call them after we get off the air. Find out how much the room is. You think there's somebody book some there? siesta rates and see what you get. See, yeah, see. Tell them you're a triple A member okay. too. Can we uh, can we add a rental car to this booking too? <laughs> 
I'd also like to insure the trip in case I have to cancel my reservation. Yes, please. Uh, Donovan's Irish Pub, which is currently open at the Eastfield Mall in Springfield, announced they're moving to Holyoke. What? An Irish pub in Holyoke? It'll never work. Yeah, he'll, he'll never fly out there. Uh, according to social media posts by the restaurant, Donovan's Irish Pub will be relocating to 80, 80 Javis. Is it Jarvis? Or Jarvis. J- Jarvis Road. Javis. Javis. No, it's Jarvis. Is it? Jarvis. See, 22 makes you question their misspellings. Is it Javis it's, or Jarvis? It's Jarvis. In Holyoke at the uh, current Slancha restaurant in the year 2000, Mike and Diane Donovan established the pub at the Eastfield Mall. Since 2015, Justine Kane and Frank uh, Garrity, Garrity are now in operation. Donovan's Irish Pub is open seven days a week. Yeah, whatever. They get the you know the hours and what they serve. Um, the Healy's are scheduled to perform on Friday, June 30th, and uh, Saturday, July 1st. Uh, D. Riley, that, they're going to wrap up the entertainment over there at the Eastfield Mall. They'll be uh, remain open until July 15th when the mall is expected to completely close then at that point. Now, you know where that is, right? Yeah. it's uh, I Once you you explained it to me where it was off the air, right? Yeah. I said, I know exactly where it is now. So like, you're heading to, say, like the log cabin. Yeah. You know, when you get off of 91, you go to the log cabin. This would be on your left long before you get up to the log cabin. Okay. Yeah. I know exactly where it is now. Well, good luck to them. I hope it works. I, ho- I hope it does, too. Uh, the air quality is still crap. The, uh, why did I, where was I? I lost the story there. Um, well, then let me, uh, let me uh, pick up where you left off. Yeah. The air quality is still crap. Yes. So crappy that if you are outside over the weekend and you are struggling to breathe, uh, do whatever you can yeah. to not breathe that air. The uh, smoke from Canadian wildfires is getting heavier here in Western Mass. Uh, on Thursday, the state's Department of Environmental Protection released an air quality alert in response to the smoke. This alert being extended f- uh, from midnight last night to uh, tonight at midnight. Mass DEP says the smoke is expected to impact air quality in Berkshire, Franklin, Hampshire, Hamden, and Worcester counties. The meteorologist Adam Shremko says it's uh, from pollutants and particles getting into the air. It yeah. makes for a lovely day of trying to breathe. Now, uh, you're wheezing. I'm yes. wheezing. Uh, the air is not good. But I got to believe with like the smoky hue in the air, I wonder what that's going to do to the fireworks on uh, on the 4th. <laughs> I don't think it should affect the fireworks because it's, like, it's not like a low cloud cover haze. It's, it's when they, they were explaining it on the... When it gets into the air like that, even if it's high up, yeah, it still creates an ozone. So you still you just get a like a haze in the sky, but you'll be able to see the fire. Oh, I'm sure you'll be able to see it. I just wonder if it'll have any effect on how it looks. Well, maybe it'll uh, it'll give it a nice uh, smoky uh, smoky smell to it. Yeah, there you have it. I always love the smell of the uh, burnt fireworks. Oh thing. yeah, it's good. I love I love the smell of things that explode. Well. Uh, that that's kind. Of, people like things like that, like gasoline. And, oh, I know. Uh, Burnt marijuana. Oh yeah, like yeah, forest fires uh, from Canada. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, good smell. Lovely, lovely. Uh, this is the uh, first Fourth of July r- related c- crime of the year. Let me get that out of my mouth. Uh, some t- someone tossed a fire. Well, if you had a dime for every time you said that, yeah, yeah, I'd be. You'd have enough to buy a bus ride. Where I could do more of that. <laughs> so well, you gotta have a return trip. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, someone tossed a firework into a silent disco event in the L.A. area a couple of weeks ago. The police just released the video of the punk who looks young, maybe between 18 and 25. They're still looking for him and the two people who were with him 
at the time. The guy pulled out the firework, lit it, threw it into the crowd. Officials say there was a significant explosion and fragments hit multiple people. Mm. But thankfully, there were no life-threatening injuries. The suspect sped off on a motorized beach cruiser uh, bike with an American flag near the back of it. Police are investigating it as a possible hate crime. Silent discos are dance parties where there's no music being played on speakers. Instead, people are wearing LED wireless headphones, and the music is transmitted that way. Mm. That actually sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, but you know, like a, a disco without music? Yes, but you have the music if you're a participant. If you're an observer, you're just seeing a bunch of people dance around. That's actually kind of cool. You don't have to deal with the noise. It's all in headphones. Yeah, but then you got a bunch of people dressing around, you know, dancing around like jerks. Well, I would feel very self-conscious. A bunch of people dancing around like jerks on any other given day. What's the difference if you're not having music with it or not? I'm not a dancer. Are you a dancer? Do you dance? Um, yes, it looks more like a, what is it? Like a, a full-body dry heave set to music. music. Yeah. 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 I, uh, yeah. I know some people really like uh, like dancing. Dudes typically don't like dancing. I knew like a couple guys that could actually dance. Yeah. And uh, I was kind of jealous, not because I ever want to dance, but it's like I, I don't have that kind of uh, you know control over my limbs. You don't have that kind of grace. No, hell no. And stability. I'm a I'm a or, I'm a bull in a in a china shop. Or agility when you you know try to stand on your toes or something. And the only time I've danced where I thought you know what I'm really good at this was like a mosh pit. And that's, oh, yeah. That doesn't really require much. Yeah, when you're when you're uh, really drunk or high, and yeah. you're slamming into bodies left and right on a floor. It's kind of fun when you're slamming into skinheads and 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 you know you deck them with your elbows. That's oh, kind yeah. of, that's fun. I, I mean, I enjoy that. But uh, it's like uh, dancing regularly. No, it's not my bag. Well, maybe you should uh, maybe you should try it. Maybe you should practice a little bit. No, I, there's I, plenty I, of YouTube no. videos out there. You could go teach yourself on how to dance properly. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy. Why don't you take your lady out? Uh, yeah, you know, I can picture you and uh, you and Jenny going down to one of that uh, wasn't there that roadhouse down in Connecticut where you could do the slime dancing and the square dancing. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that place still open? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm I'm pretty well. I'm a hundred percent sure you will never catch us in that place. What was it the Cadillac Ranch? I think it was called the Cadillac Ranch, wasn't it? I don't think it's still open anymore. I don't don't think we're going to go there anyway. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 86. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 85. It's 62 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Springfield's Classic Rock at 653 in Tom Petty. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be sunny with a high of 86 uh, tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 85. It's 61 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, on Baxi's Musical Podcast this week, I've uh, posted two interviews this week from up-and-coming artists, both Jess Cowan and Billy Tibbles. Those interviews are available wherever you find podcasts or on every podcast platform in the universe, and they're brought to you by ZM Home Buyers. But on Monday, I'm posting a really cool interview with uh, drummer Kenny Aronoff, originally from Stockbridge, the guy that uh, played uh, that drum fill on Jack and Diane yeah, uh, with John Mellencamp. Guys played with literally everybody, one of the most recorded drummers in history. He's going to be a part of the Jim Ursay Band Collection Tour. It's a, it's a tour that's going around the country and coming to uh, the TD Garden in Boston on July 15th. Jim Ursay is the owner of the Indianapolis Colts. He has this enormous collection of very rare and very uh, expensive uh rock and roll artifacts mm-hmm. in his own personal collection. He's taking that around the country. And then after that, there's a, there's a concert that's free. And Kenny Aronoff is playing in this concert with a, a band that includes Mike Mills from R.E.M. and Kenny Wayne Shepard and a bunch of other people. And 
It is free. You have to register for the tickets, but it's happening on July 15th at the TD Garden. Really cool interview. You can hear that on Monday. Uh, again, all brought to you by ZM Home Buyers on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Good. Uh, it's like barbecue season is back. Yes, yeah. it is. Are you uh, are you planning on going to a barbecue or two? Uh, no, I uh, I uh, I set up my grill in New Hampshire. I'm going to yeah. uh, do a little bit of grilling this uh, next week. Uh, all right. Well, let's just put yourself back in like you were go- like you like you were back in your days of going to barbecues. Yes. You know, uh, what kind of person were you? These are types of people that you'll see at a at, at a barbecue. The person who piles up way too much food on their plate. Mm, I don't even no. think that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, unless a, you're at a Rock 102 work release program. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that's different. I uh, I'm not the I was never the kind of person that would put too much on the plate. Yeah. At first, I would just like kind of pace myself. Well, you see what you want. Yeah, right. And then I I'd, I'd wait to see what everybody else's reaction were, was to like some of those salads and side dishes. Yeah. Before I go ahead and commit myself. The person who gets their food delivered to them without getting up. You ever see like a like a wife do that? Oh, yeah. I'll get you whatever you want. It's like uh, punk. Get up and get it yourself. <laughs> it's like you've got you've got legs. Uh, the drinker who keeps asking if everyone else needs another beer. Anybody need another beer? You need another beer? You need another beer? Beer, 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 beer. Because they're just trying to mask what they're doing by yeah. going to get excessive amounts. Of they're beer. they're they're covering up their own right. binge drinking by appearing to be helpful. Uh, the person who will definitely drop food on the ground at some point. Dogs love that guy. Yeah, they do. Uh, the person, usually a man, who offers unsolicited grilling advice. I don't, uh, I don't, that's like a sacred thing. You can talk barbecue, but you never tell anybody how you should be doing something else. No, but a lot of people will bore you to death on uh, their great grilling stories. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like, right. hey, let me tell you what I do. Back in my day, I did a 19-hour brisket on the on the smoker. <laughs> Smoked it for 45 days, yeah. and it came out terrific. For 45 days, I prepped it for 30. <laughs> Let it sweat for about a month and a half. And then, I, and it, then it still came out a little dry. <laughs> I don't know what I did wrong. Uh, the person who doesn't eat with their hands, they always use utensils. You ever see somebody cut a a, a, a burger with a knife and fork? So last night, I uh, I went to a, a restaurant, and I yeah. ordered a, uh, a cheeseburger. But the like the bottom bun was like so soaked with juices that yeah. I couldn't I couldn't really hold it with my hands. Yeah, and I became that guy last oh, night in public. Like you were eating a candy bar, like a Snickers bar with a fork and knife. Yeah, kind of. Right. Supposed to do it that way. I know, but when the bun has fallen apart because it's so damn juicy. No. I mean, country gonna... style, my friend. You just pick it up and you wipe your hands off later. That's yeah, what they I give suppose. wet wipes out for. That's why they make wet wipes. They make wet wipes for messy food like that. Wings. Juicy cheeseburgers, mm-hmm. you name it. All right, uh, the meat eater who's trying to, who, who's about to try a vegan option and wants everyone to care what he's doing. Oh, I'm making these veggie burgers, black bean and pintos. Trying my first veggie burger over here. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be delicious and good for you. Who wants, uh, who wants some Beyond Meat? That's what she said. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the meat replacements. Uh, the person, usually a woman, who shows up but doesn't eat anything. I can't stand people like that. You come to my house, you're going to eat something. I made all this food. Yeah. Uh, dig in. I always wait, make way too much food, too. That's always a problem. I don't mind that because I really do like leftovers well, quite a lot. I do because it's like, 
again, how much room do I have in a refrigerator I don't have yet? Uh, but but it's, <laughs> like I like that stuff will stay in the fridge for a week, and I'll wind up throwing it out because I I can't consume that much food myself. Well, I mean, I mean, you have to have it within limits. I mean, I like to have yeah. like just enough extras. No, I don't like to overdo it. Like if I got you know ten people coming to the house, I'm not going to make forty five burgers and, yeah. and hot dogs. I I can see your point. But if I got like five left after they leave, I'm happy with that. And then uh, let's see the the person who shows up, uh, the person who wants to take over the music and be the DJ. Oh, forget about that. You can you're never going to please everybody no, at a party. Of course not. You know what else I uh, I have a trouble with? What is that? Someone who brings a side dish that is so unusual that only they like it. They want everybody to try something that just you know for whatever reason. Like somebody at some point was the first person in history to bring that god awful carrot salad with the raisins. Oh yeah, yeah. Like like th- there was a time in history where someone decided this is what I'm bringing to the party, and no one's hey. ever had it, and they will be blown away by how delicious it's supposed to be hey everybody i made a miracle whip and uh an okra a casserole who wants some with little raw marshmallows in it oh it's delicious (laughs) and crinkled up ramen noodles anybody want that oh i love that oh well the ramen noodle salad have you had that yeah i have that's really good i prefer uh, i prefer the ramen cooked than crunchy it's not crunchy. It shouldn't be crunchy. I've had it both ways. I've had it like when someone's like using it like croutons. No, you should be able to 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 have it soft. When you soak it in the juices overnight, that su- that sucks up into the noodles, yeah. and then you got a perfectly good. I don't, know. I don't think you're making it right. Uh, there you go. It's seven o'clock. It's uh, Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Live in concert Saturday nights at nine on Rock 102. Complete concert. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, it's 4th of July weekend, give it a day, uh, a day or two. And with this great American holiday comes a host of traditional but purely American bad decisions. Binge drinking, bringing three bean salad to a family barbecue, transporting illegal fireworks across state lines, and blowing off your fingers with the same illegal explosives. The list of possibilities is virtually endless, many of which can result in emergency room visits, police intervention, and terrible hangovers. But perhaps there is nothing stupider than the idea of bringing NASCAR racing to the streets of the city's third largest city, Chicago, Illinois. This weekend, for the first time in its 74-year history, NASCAR has decided to take its very popular Cup Series and run stock cars through the streets of a major metropolitan area. In this case, they decided to run the event through the city of 2.75 million people, and the city of Chicago has decided to let them do it. Why? I'm not sure. Having driven across those streets many times myself, I can tell you with great authority that the city is really not designed for that sort of thing. And many people within the racing world will confirm that the stock cars being used are also not designed for this sort of thing. And yet both Chicago and NASCAR have ignored these facts and are letting it happen no matter what. Now you might ask, but Baxi, what about those Formula One guys? To which I would say, Le Mans is not exactly the Windy City. Between road closures, rerouted traffic, and a colossal inconvenience to nearly 3 million people, I would say this is a mistake. Of course, I would also say it's a mistake if they held the race in downtown Springfield. Granted, it's a smaller city with a smaller population, but if i got a place to be and I can't get there because someone scheduled a street race in the middle of town, I would likely feel a wave of unbending rage. 
Multiply that by 11 times and you might begin to see my point. It all looks good on paper, just as long as you're thousands of miles away from Chicago. And for the first time in more than 300 years, Springfield is starting to look much better than that place. But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm waiting for the pellet steakhouse to open in town because when you grill with a Traeger wood fire pellet grill, meat gets all that smoky, delicious wood flame flavor. But they also have precision temperature and flame control with it. Grill with a Traeger from Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 713 and Pink Floyd. On Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 86. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 85. It's 62 in downtown Springfield. There is an air quality alert uh, in effect until midnight tonight, which will probably last another, like, six weeks. Uh, so if you're having trouble breathing, that's why. Yeah, Canadian please, wildfire smoke. Yeah, please try to avoid breathing any air over the weekend. So uh, did you go up to, uh, I know you go up to New Hampshire now. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you bring back your uh, load of... Uh, sparklers, uh, uh, hand grenades, and uh, all kinds you know, of rocket, rocket launches. Ship, rocket launches. <laughs> well, you know, Steve. Uh, here's the thing um, about that, because I, uh, you know, I, I cross the border quite uh, quite often now, and yeah. I see all those uh, firework, uh, you, you know, uh, outlets yeah. to go to. And uh, what I find is, the more I talk about how many illegal fireworks I'm bringing into the state of Massachusetts, the more I put myself at risk of actually uh confessing to a crime yeah yeah oh my favorite song ever it's really gets you in your heart as an american uh when lee greenwood destroys the weekend with his horrible songs yeah when i listen to this song if you were to do an autopsy on me yeah like a live autopsy open up my chest you'll see my heart beating it would just be a montage of American flag waving and fireworks exploding all around it. And this song, loud in the background. I'm proud to be an American, but at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the man who died and gave that right to me. And I gladly throw. Anyway, um, yeah, you I have not brought any illegal fireworks into the state of Massachusetts because probably going to be in oh, New Hampshire. Listen, so I have. I'm not yeah. worried about the uh, who knows about that. But I've, I don't. I'm not the. Um, I buy things like sparklers. Yeah. And uh, those little whippersnapper things that you throw on the ground and they make a cracking noise. Snaps. Because the kids love that yeah, kind of stuff. That is cool. Uh, I am not in the business of getting uh, like mortars and. You know these giant. You get South Carolina uh, has a quite the extensive. Uh, well, North Carolina arsenal. does too. I've been in North yeah. Carolina, been able to buy uh, North Carolina, West Virginia. Oh man, you can buy some buttes out there, and uh, they're kind of expensive too. If you want to buy that stuff, is it really worth a hundred and fifty dollars for like five mortars to go off? I don't know. And I mean, the possibility of you blowing your hands or fingers off. It's a it's a good question, Steve. But you know, people need to understand that it is illegal for private citizens to use, possess, or sell fireworks in the state of Massachusetts. Yeah, whatever. Or to purchase them illegally elsewhere and then transport them into the state. The law prohibits any article designed to produce a visible or audible effect. What's the statute of limitations on that? I don't know what the statute of limitations is. I just know that the if you were to or if you were to possess 
cause or explode fireworks. Uh-huh. You could be looking at a fine and confiscation for as much as 10 to $100. Well, don't threaten me with a, with a fine like that. I know. Now, if I were to sell fireworks, mm-hmm. it's a little bit more, uh, little bit more uh, stiff. Fine or imprisonment or both and confiscation and a fine up to $100 to $1,000 and a maximum. One full year in yeah. the stripy hole. I won't be. I won't be doing any of that. I'm not going up to New Hampshire over the border to get my uh, my Roman candles. No, I know. But the the thing is, there will be dopes that do. And when that happens, you got to uh, you got to suspect or anticipate the cops are going to be out there and cracking heads because that's their job. Now, already in the month of of June, we did the story last week. In the month of June, there has been 10 summons uh, issued for illegal fireworks in the state already. I was going to ask how many uh, citations they've issued. At least 10, maybe more. Yeah. Uh, Maybe uh, late late last week or even this week. I would think even more this week. But again, I mean, you're, it's only, it's people being pulled over. So you're, again, let's go to the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge. You're going to do illegal fireworks across the border of a state. Right. Make sure your registration, your insurance, and all that stuff is up to date. How else are you going to be the hit at your uh, your uncle's barbecue if you don't bring the, uh, the, the giant rocket that goes in the air and no, uh, I get makes it. a smiley face when it explodes? I totally agree. But I also know that people are pretty bold when it comes to this. So, for example... The today starts uh, the East Long Meadow Carnival. Yeah, right there in the in the center of town. You know they got their fireworks to go off at the uh, at the high school. You know this weekend that's going to be a big display. Many times I've gone to that fireworks display and have parked near people's homes. Yeah, like you know you know, off uh, off of Maple Street yep. or you know further along uh, into uh, a suburban area, and uh, people in their driveways. Are blasting these mortar rounds off their you know off their property, while cops are directing traffic, while they're driving yeah. through different neighborhoods, checking on people where they're parking their cars. People don't care. People feel emboldened on the Fourth of July to commit crimes because it is illegal for private citizens to use, possess, yeah. or sell fireworks within the state of Massachusetts. Well, let me. T- uh, here's a little PSA from the uh, from the 1970s to kind of make you really think about what's going on here. Even a sparkler can be dangerous if you don't take care. A sparkler stays hot even when it's out. Make sure your child doesn't start November the 6th like this. Oh, and it's, it's this little girl holding up her uh, like bandaged hand with two fingers missing. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a little bit. Here, here's the second one. Your children, your responsibility. So what's she always on about this kid about it? Oh, I don't know. I said to her last week, I said, you know, you won't too much about Stephen. Saving school next year, that's him sorting out. Yeah, well, that's her lookout, isn't it? Should have been stricter with him at the right time. Yeah, well, you're too strict, you are. Well, he's a British. Yeah, right. Uh, you know what? This is boring. He, yeah. He's showing the kid the fire. The kid blows his hand off, and then uh, that's the end of the commercial. It's a good way to get the point across. I would These hope things aren't to be messed with. I would hope that part of the curriculum at the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge would not only include, all right, let's say you obtain illegal fireworks in the state of Massachusetts, regardless of the, whether they came from Connecticut or New Hampshire or or what, what have you. Um, it should be at least pointed out that uh, lighting 
fireworks off your chest and your head or shooting things at someone's buttocks Mm -hmm. is incredibly dangerous. Yeah. Remember that guy in New Hampshire that got his head blown off? Yeah, thought it would be hilarious if he set one off the top of his head. Yeah, and then he he blew his head off. I can't even imagine being the people in that watching that. Yeah, yeah. Especially since you know there's probably a couple hours left to go of the party. Yeah, and, uh, there there were uh, he was he was the guy that was going to go out and get more beer. Yeah, and now now what? Yeah, now someone else is going to have to go. It's getting, it, yeah, but yeah. you know, I'm sure this guy was like telling everybody, "Hey, hey, hey, look at me, look at me, look." Look at me. Look what I'm going to do. And then, pow. I, uh, I worked, Head blown right off his shoulders. I worked with a kid years ago. I was a, I was a dishwasher over here at uh, the Bickfords. Remember the Bickfords is before oh, it became I. a MedExpress? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was a kid there. He had- Oddly enough, there were just as many people getting sick of the Bickfords as yeah. they were walking into the MedExpress. He was missing a hand. He had just like a like a stub arm, right? Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, and then the, the story eventually comes out that uh, he was one of these kids who um, was in his bathroom in his house, thought he was being cool, and lighting an M80, uh-huh. throwing the thing out the window. Right. Well, the screen was still up. Ah, uh, So Jesus. then he picked it up and he blew his hand off. That might have been a mistake. Huh? It could have. I think it was a big mistake. Yeah, and uh, and so so then he had he had no hand. I knew a girl that was nearly deafened because someone brought one of those things into a high school. Oh God! And uh, it was in like one of those hall, you know, like those cavernous hallways with like a lot of you know echo in it. Like yeah, like it was like a stairwell. It had nothing but echo. And someone threw this thing, and it was probably you know maybe like three or four and a half feet away from her. Right. But she couldn't hear for like almost a year and a half. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. See, you got to be careful with this stuff. Crazy, right? You know, when you mix alcohol with with fireworks, that's where things become a little dangerous. Yeah. Well, see, that's the other part of it. Because uh, I noticed that when someone is drunk, mm-hmm. that's when they decide to blow things off their bodies. Yeah. My uh, my brother uh, was uh, famous for. Uh, Buying these these quarter sticks of dynamite, mm-hmm. you know, you'd get from some guy in Tennessee. Yeah. I never knew who, who the guy was from. Ten- He's the number one fan of the man of Tennessee, <laughs> is what he was. Uh, and he would he would he was like in his twenties, and I was probably you know fourteen or fifteen years old. He'd drive me around late at night, and then put these things in people's mailboxes, and then blow them up. Yeah, that, that sounds like it's fun. Yeah, except it's not. Can you imagine doing that today? Like that's a, that's a terroristic act that you're doing. Plus, you're uh, you're uh, upsetting the yeah. flow of mail, and, and, which I believe is a felony. And still to this day, he knows somebody that he gets these quarter sticks of dynamite from, and I'm like, wait, you're 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 54 years old. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you do with that for? Why? I don't know. <laughs> like, like you're a little too old to be participating in that kind of behavior. There's there's something about blowing stuff up. That's kind of like, I, I think it's tied into some sort of penis envy type of thing. Like, like you, 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 only a man can blow stuff up. You're blowing stuff up because you're a man. I'm a man. I feel like yeah. blowing stuff to smithereens, but, uh, listen, like my I, hands and I'm, feet. I'm all about, like, uh, you know, uh, shooting guns and stuff like that. Like, that's fun. Like, in a, in a controlled environment, I think that's, that's a fun thing to do. You're taking a rat tat 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 and you're shooting, like, 
You yeah, know, like at a shooting uh, range, that's fine. Yeah, right. Or or you or you got a buddy who's got a you know I had a buddy who did we did a shooting range in his backyard. He lived out in the middle of nowhere. Right. He had uh, you know all these. Uh, old uh, antifreeze cans where you filled with water and you'd blow them up with a yeah. with an AR-15 or whatever. It's pretty cool. Yeah, but if you have like a quarter of a stick of dynamite in your head, yeah. your job is to try to blow, shoot the wick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a mistake. Yeah, don't do don't do the William Tell thing on on Fourth of July. Oh God, what a piece of crap! This what are you talking about? This is an American classic. Why don't right you here. play Ray Charles at least? Uh, America the Beautiful. If, if tomorrow all the things were uh, all right, let's all turn right. this piece of crap off. All right, 725 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's 728 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Dan Brown can give you the uh, forecast there. All you need to know is it's going to be a good night for uh, Free Music Friday at MGM Plaza. The uh, Steve Nagel and the road crew is going to be there tonight from 7 to 9. Jesus Pagan, Isu Orchestra will be performing tonight. Uh, also, be a chance to win uh, some great pl- uh, prizes. The Plaza Bar is going to be open. Uh, it's open every Friday night, offering uh, summer cocktails, beer, and non-alcoholic beverages. Stop by the uh, the TGIF Square, where you'll find uh, White Lion Wild Dandelion Beers uh, and their trailer, the new Shot Shed, serving summer offerings from local distillers, and a bunch of other great stuff. Even Tap is going to be open before and after the concert. So, Free Music Friday, tonight, 7 to 9, with Steve and the road crew from Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. I'm looking forward to it. Have you been uh, to a free music uh, Friday? Yeah, I did the first one. Oh, that's with, right. Uh, Mayor Dom Dom and uh, Chris Kelly from uh, MGM. And it's it, it's phenomenal. It is. Uh, it's nice. Again, I, I, I enjoy uh, seeing the city of Springfield uh, busy. I, I remember the days, like back, uh, you know, in like the 2000s, where like Thursday night was the only night that had any kind of like safe entertainment. And then every other night, every, the stereotype was don't go downtown. That place is uh, that place is junk. Yeah. Well, but now it's not like that anymore. No. It's actually a, a cool place to be. It's fun. To, it's it's fun to hang out in downtown Springfield. Everything's well lit. Everything is safe. Who would have ever thought you would have been saying those words? <laughs> I, I, it's, it's, it only took uh, nearly a quarter of a century for me to say it. But yes. Well, yeah, but uh, but I, but I'm looking forward to it tonight. So I hope you hope you come on out. We got news coming up next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass news with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. There is a shooting investigator. It was a shooting investigating uh, shooting investigation. investigation over in Chicopee last night. But you know the internet is working so well here at the radio station this morning that I would love to tell you about it, but. Uh, I have that little, uh, that little, uh, hourglass. Just You're spinning just around. Spinning around, spinning yeah. Around. Oh, here, now I can tell you about it. A portion of Chicopee Street was closed off last night. In response to possible shots fired, at least seven police cruisers could be seen around the area of Prospect and Chicopee Streets uh, Thursday by the 22 News crew. And guess what else we saw? Street was closed off. Markers were placed along the road. Then they had the Chicopee cops and the state police. And, man, there was, like, Lights and whoa, 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 whoa! All kinds of noises. Yeah, crazy. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a shooting, right? Yeah. And uh, victims. Victims? Uh, no, 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 uh, no nothing, victims. No, no victims found. Uh, police right. added no victims were located, and there's no threat to the community in the area. So, if there are there are shots fired and there are no victims, then there's probably nothing to actually see. Well, could it be fireworks? I was thinking the same thing, Steve. You know, you Someone know. failing to go to the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge and uh, and boning up on the Massachusetts 
stipulations and uh, laws about illegal fireworks. Yeah, you got to do that. Uh, is it gunshots or fireworks kind of night in your town? You never really know. A man accused of stabbing his estranged wife to death in her East Hartford home was arraigned Wednesday on a first-degree murder charge. East Hartford police said uh, Wilkid Valkenord, 57, stabbed his wife of three years, Andrea Elizabeth Valkenord, in their home on Martin Circle. The 51-year-old was stabbed in her head, neck, torso, and extremities, according to the arrest warrant. And Andrea was found dead in the living room on June 18th when a family member went to drop off dogs. Police said there were signs of a violent struggle in the living room, and she was a victim of extreme physical violence. Andrew's family uh, mo- filed multi- filled multiple rows of the courtroom on Wednesday. They said she was a caregiver with the state who helped adults with special needs and was very involved in the church. Uh, they, this guy, uh, I guess, is from Chicopee. That's why the story was relevant on I see. Uh, 22. Um, authorities said the arrest was made through rapid DNA testing provided by the Division of Scientific Science. The Division of Scientific, Scientific Science. Science? That sounds redundant. It does sound redundant. Why would you name something like that? The Division of Science. Why didn't you just say that? Scientific <laughs> Science. You ever see that uh, the bit on SCTV, the uh, redundancy theater? Uh, yes, I like have. Joe Flaherty yeah. is like looking out his uh, porch. I'm scared of fear. There's something wrong with my cattle cows. You know, it's like, that's yeah, redundant yeah, yeah. That, to me. That, that's funny. See, but, but the scientific science department. Right. That's just a lot of repetition. Uh, Evelyn Vincenzo drives a tractor trailer for the love and for the money, and now she's honing her precision behind the wheel. The 64-year-old Vincenzo, who hauls general commodities for a Dewey pile in Westfield. Ever have an a Dewey pile? You know, I always thought that was a weird name for a trucking company. Nothing worse. Than a Dewey pile. A Dewey pile. I've had those. Uh, she's spending her Saturdays practicing maneuvers. The Ashfield resident is deep in training prior to heading to Columbus, Ohio for the National Truck Driving Championship. Happening in August 16th through the 19th. <laughs> Come on, Big Bear. You got that evil Knievel wiping her feet all over the highway. Big trucked out fancy rig you got there, boy. <laughs> and tell him large Marge sent you. Yeah. It was a dark and stormy night. It was the worst storm I had ever seen. You know, there's a plane-bound rapper at 56 yards, take a bear in the air and a wreck on 104. The coops are working hard. Your side going east. Break 190, go, go, call. You know, if my internet were working, I'd be playing eastbound. and uh, I'd be playing some Jerry Reed right now. Break 190 for that westbound bull wreck. Come on, how's it looking over your shoulder? Did you leave it behind you? Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, she's already taken top honors at the 2023 Tri-State Truck Driving uh, Championships in Windsor Locks, held on June 10th. She was in her first class, known as the Five Axle, and she was named as Rookie of the Year for her combined score on the three exams. First, there was a written exam based on uh, Facts for Drivers 2023, the 176-page manual published by the American Trucking Association. Bound down, loaded up and trucking. We gonna do what they say can be done. We got a long way to go and a short time to get there. Down here, down and run. That uh, that manual, according to Vincenzo, contains the history of stucking history of trucking starting with World War One. Wow, wow, that goes back a few, doesn't it? The congressional acts, the legislation, the executive orders, the enacted bills, and the final rules for compliance. It also includes information about hazmat and uh, OSHA uh, guidance, as well as information about safety, 
security and roadside emergencies. Uh, obviously, since 9-11, trucks have been a target, she said, so safety and security is huge in the industry right now. The second exam was an eight-minute pre-trip inspection she performed before a state trooper who handles commercial motor vehicle inspections. She had to inspect it, each part of the uh, truck and trailer inside and out to make sure it was compliant and safe. So, All right. Yeah. There you have it. You see that guy? There was a, There's that... Uh, I think it's like a special state trooper that only pulls over big rigs. Oh, they're, they're, they're I think especially that, assigned for I, that? I think that's what they're they're referring to here. Oh, okay. And uh, I used to see, I don't know if that guy retired or what, but I remember every morning coming over the South End Bridge, which as soon as you, before you get on 91, you see that co- same cop at least three times a week pulling a tractor trailer over on the side of 91, like coming in from Connecticut. What were they doing that's so damn illegal? Or is it just a checkup? Well, it's, I mean, if you, there's all these rules and regulations you got to follow when you drive one of these uh, these big rigs. It's got to have marker lights uh, in play. Yeah. Everything needs to be, you know, up to standard. You can't have an overloaded trailer. You can't, you know, it's all these different rules that they make. And this guy, if you're the assigned to only pull over trucks, man. That's like uh, shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah, well, you know, they got a quota to fill. They don't have quotas. <laughs> There's no such thing as a quota. <laughs> I, I mean, remember we argued about that for years, and then finally they came out with that report from the Mass State Police. Hey, uh, if you pull over X amount of people, we'll give you consideration for a job. I believe that sounds like, like a quota. quota. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, good, good. In fact, I believe there was like uh, someone in high up in the state police department that gave a quote on the quota. A quote, yeah, a quote, yeah, a quota, 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 quota. Yeah, uh, but good on this lady for uh, for 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 doing the uh, truck driving championships. That's cool. It is a pretty cool thing. Yeah. When you're like the top one, uh, all just from you're from Ashfield, Massachusetts. I know it's a sleepy little who who sleepy thought, little town. All of a sudden, you're competing nationally. Who would have thought that young firecracker from Asheville, Massachusetts, would win the Ohio National Championships of the Truck Drivers Association of America? We let's ride up and roll it, boys! Eastbound down, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. Well, there you go. Um, anyway, I, I was watching this uh, TikTok video yesterday. I'm all into the TikTok now. You I, got me hooked. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. I, I I didn't mean to get you hooked, but like once you once you take that that first puff, and now I can't get enough of it. I have to open it up every like four or five times a day just yeah. to make sure that I'm what's, catching up on all the. Videos. What's going on the TikToks? What's going on in the uh, the fake world where you don't know if anything is true? And you pass it off as fact because it was on a TikTok video. Uh, if you saw this in October, you might think it was a Halloween joke, but not in June. Somebody in a small town near Akron, Ohio, called 911 this month when they saw hair sticking out from the trunk of someone's car. They thought somebody was in there, maybe a dead body. Right. Right. But there was much more of an innocent explanation for it. Cops figured out where the owner lived, knocked on the door. Her name is Toria Townsend, and she was confused until she realized what happens. Sometimes she wears a wig, but she had just gone to get her hair done. Okay. Tossed the wig in the trunk without looking, and part of it was sticking out. So it looked like a body was in the trunk. Of course. She posted the doorbell cam footage of her talking to the police. 
And as soon as she said wig, one of them cracked up and says, you got to come see this. <laughs> like, you got to see this lady. Look, look what everybody's freaking out about. And then she uh, she's just glad that somebody called the police because it shows her how much her community cares. Yeah, well, that's encouraging. Well, I mean, at least she didn't get, uh, you know, uh, confronted. If this is a high-quality high wig, wouldn't you put it in a bag or something? Isn't like they're like a, like a like wig luggage or I, something? You know, people are supposed to do all kinds of things with delicate items, but they just toss them. You know, yeah. I'm just throwing them here. Everywhere. I guess. Don't you wear your wig? I don't need a wig, Steve. My hair is thick, full, and luxurious. I do. I could use a wig. You look good in a wig. I think I could pull a wig off. Yeah, like a high top. Yeah, Tom Bavakwa did it for years. I could do it too. Yeah, like a tall, like a tall flat top, like a kid and play house party. Yeah, yeah I yeah, like that'd that. Be really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Why'd you call my mama a hoe? Uh, why would you, in the world, would you call his mother a gardening tool? That was from yeah, House Party. Yeah, that, was good, that was my favorite joke from line. House Party. Great line. Yeah, good movie. Classic. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today uh, is going to be sunny with a high of 86. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 85. It's 61 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. It's 7.50, and Led Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be sunny and nice today with a high of 86. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 85. It's 62 right now in downtown Springfield. All right, now listen. Next hour, we are going to do Open Line Friday. I want to let you know now, so I don't have to repeat myself constantly, uh, no hate speech, keep your profanity to yourself, and go to some other show with that bag of crap, because we don't want it here. That's right. You don't do that here. If you can follow those simple rules, then we can all have a very nice Open Line Friday, which is coming up after 8 o'clock. All right, but before you hear that, now hear this. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, an 18-year-old flying a drone in Denver to check out recent flooding in the area saved two people's lives when he found a sinkhole with a flipped-over car inside. Ooh, Jesus. Yeah, the uh, passengers were trapped inside of the flooded car with only inches of an air pocket. Here's the teenage drone operator Josh Logue, his neighbor, and an area firefighter Ryan Noons talking about the uh, rescue. I just happened to be flying over here. Then I'm like, I'm going to come up here because I know this big old irrigation canal is here. There's just a weird dark spot in the ground. It was a hole. It was a sinkhole. And then as we looked at it, we realized there was a car inside of it that was upside down. They had six inches of an air pocket. Say, you know what? Uh, Dad who bought that teenager, that drone going, God, waste of damn money. (laughs) Now he's saving lives. Yeah, now the kid's saving lives. What do you think, Dad? See, I told you I'd do something good with that. Yeah, who's wasting their time and money now? Uh, who is wasting their time and money now? Huh? Dad. Yeah, Dad Dad's is who right. it is. Uh, clip number two. It now costs $70 to get a bottle of sriracha sauce. What? After chili crop failures have raised prices for the condiment online. This isn't anything new either. The shortages and droughts have caused problems for Hoi Fung Foods for the last two years now. Just last year, a California restaurant was giving away free food in exchange for sriracha sauce bottles. Here's the restaurant owner making the pitch. For the full-size 28-ounce bottles, you get either a free bun mee sandwich, free order of summer rolls, or a free order of popcorn chicken. For those 17-ouncers, we'll get you half off. Damn. Does it have to be a fresh bottle? Because I've got one that's in my, in my fridge that's been sitting there for a while. Yeah, I was going to say, there's one. Uh, I've got one that's about three years old that's still sitting in there. Just waiting to be used. I'm sure that some of it is still usable. Hey, that, when you come across something like that, 
that automatically used to cost $5 a bottle now costs $70 a bottle? Time to find a new flavor, something that's cheaper. Yeah, I mean, Sriracha is great, but it's not, uh, it's not so great I couldn't replace it with something else. I honestly think sometimes that we're told there's a shortage of something just to make the price of it go up. Just to stir up some extra interest. Remember there was a bacon shortage years ago? I remember. <laughs> Look who you're talking to. You, of course. Why has it? What, I, what, I thought we were going to run out of bacon. No, no. We, uh, we grew new pigs. That's what I mean. I'm like, what, 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 they said that was going to happen. It never did. And now bacon is like $8 a pound. I think it was speculative. I think they speculated there was going to be a problem. But there wasn't. That's right. And the bacon still stayed at $8 a pound. Right. Yeah. Apparently the uh, futures on pork bellies were going down. Unless you know, you... pork bellies, which you would use in a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. Yeah. I don't like the, uh, oh, that was, uh, what is that movie that, where you just did that from? Trading Places. Trading Places. That's right. I just watched an interview with Dan Aykroyd about that. Great movie. Yeah. Love that movie. Uh, but 70 bucks a bottle for Sriracha? No, no it's not worth it. You can, uh, you can keep that. Here's a, an important warning about two sneaky credit card scams that hotel travelers need to be aware of. They're from a former hotel manager who encountered them on the job. You ready? Number one is if you get a call to your room and they say they're the front desk and they're trying to verify your card number because your payment didn't get through, that is a scam. Immediately hang up. Second scam is if you're in your room or you come back and you see that there's a menu that's been slid under your door, be careful because people are actually scamming guests by having them call the phone number, placing a food order, getting their credit card information, and never delivering the food because they're not at a restaurant. Ooh, you wow. sons of ditches. Never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Putting huh. a menu online with a fake phone number. That's, that's simply not right. Yeah, you got to play. That's a pretty elaborate scheme. You got to, you got to put together a menu. Then you got to print it off. You got to fold it nice, and then, and then you, you have to slip it under a door. And then you have to hope somebody calls. Would you uh, call the number off a menu that was slid under your door? No, I, 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 well, I probably wouldn't. But I would also probably wouldn't necessarily give my credit card information over the phone when I could probably just hop in my car and go pick it up. Yeah, I don't like giving my credit card information. I don't like it either. I don't like, like doing that. I don't even like doing it online. I, anytime we ever talk to Steve Weissman about how easily your information can be stolen or any number of these websites being compromised. It's it's not like you, Steve hasn't warned everybody, and yet we do it anyway because yeah. we just know that convenience seems so convenient. Uh, here's a doorbell cam audio of a neighbor kid trying to return a bike helmet, but nobody's home, right? But even worse, mom and dad are at separate jobs on their ring cameras, yeah. giving the kid completely different instructions because neither of them can hear each other. So they're both <laughs> responding to this kid on the thing. Dad wants him to leave the helmet, but mom tells him to take it to his house because she's afraid it gets stolen and the kid doesn't know what to do. Hey, buddy. Sorry. Jade is not here today. Well, he left his helmet. Okay. Can you just leave it there at the door? Hey, don't leave it there. Just take it Thank home you, with you. And then um, when we get home tonight, um, I'll send him over, and he can play with y'all, and you can get it to him then, okay? Yeah, because I don't want so somebody else to steal it. No, you can just leave it there at the door. <laughs> I can have him play with you later, and you can give it to him then, okay? So I'm leaving it here? Yeah, no, don't fine. leave it there. Take it home with you. 
Thank you. I don't want anybody to oh, see it. Oh, poor boy. kid. Yeah. You can just leave it there, buddy. Just leave it at the front door. I'll get it from you later. What, what, why do you have the ability to do that? One should outpower, overpower yeah. the other. They shouldn't be talking at the same time. Pick a parent. And stick with that advice. You know, and I can see this kid's confusion because he probably thinks both of them are in the same place wherever they're talking to him from yeah. through the camera. Are, are you both inside? Are you guys drunk? <laughs> are there other parents yeah. I can call? You know, your son told me you, you tend to uh, be a little too heavy on the Jack Daniels, mister. Oh, uh, are you sure you are you know what you're, what's going on here? You know? <laughs> I can already see it. I can already... I can, I can physically feel what this kid must be going through. Yeah. Like like this, this anxiety of like, uh, well, now what do I do? Both my parents are crazy. I have no idea what to do. Can you imagine those people are like that all the time? Their real kid must be so confused. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you uh, get get up and get out of the house and make sure you take the garbage out with you. And then the mother's like, hey, uh, your father will take the garbage out later on. <laughs> well, who's who taking the garbage out? <laughs> You're, uh, and that's it. That's uh, that's now here. This at seven fifty eight with Bax and Nagel on Rock one hundred two. Rock one hundred two, Springfield's classic rock. Eight eleven in the cars of Bax and Nagel on Rock one hundred two. Uh, sunny and eighty six today. Sunny and eighty five tomorrow. It's sixty two right now in downtown Springfield. And now live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts. It's Open Line Friday! 293-1021. That's the number to call for Open Line Friday. Again, I don't want to hear your filthy words. I don't want to hear your hate speech. I don't want to hear any of that junk. Go bring that to some other radio station that's desperate for it. You're not going to find that here. I know a couple of them that are desperate for it. I know. And we're not among them. And anyway, 293-1021. The phones are already already rolling in. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning. First time listener, long time caller, something like that. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. Um, question for you. You guys are a commercial radio station, yeah? Uh, yeah, we yeah. play commercials. Yeah. Well, on your live stream, oddly enough, I'm getting ads from Maryland. Not every one, but often enough. Well, that's because uh, there's some kind of that's a company that uh, that that's not us. We don't we just hire that company to do that. So maybe there's something in the uh, the algorithm, if you will, of of where you are. Are you listening somewhere else? Are you listening I'm right here in the live stream? Well, I'm within driving distance, easy driving distance. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe I I have no. I, I'm just pretending I know what yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, it's they're 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 trying to make money on the stream, and they are, and everything is uh, cool. But that's why they do what they do. Well, I feel like I'm getting my money's worth from the Steve Nagel uh, College of Knowledge. Yeah, see, yeah. there you go. There you go. Yeah, they're that's perfect. All right, well, appreciate the call. Thank you. Good talking to you. Bye bye. All right, uh, Rock One Hundred Two. Good morning. Who's this? Mike Jones. Yeah. Uh, Rock One Hundred Two. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Adam Baker. How are you today? Good, Adam Baker. This is uh, Steve Nagel and Michael Baxendale. What can I help you with? Well, I know that the word of the day contest is over, uh-huh. but there is still a word for the day. And you know what the word is? What? What? Bird is the word. Bird, bird, bird. Bird is the word. I said a bird, bird, bird. Bird is the word. All right. That's great. Thank All you very right. much. Thank you for, for, for All right. That's getting been, that out this All right. morning. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Rock hey, 102. Hey. Good morning. Who's this? You know what? Well, yeah. 
Okay, very good. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Lisa. Hi, Hi Lisa. Lisa. You sound like a rather intelligent person for a change. Welcome to the show. Thank you. You're welcome. What can we do for you, Lisa? I just wanted to say hi to Bax and Nagel. Um, I just moved here a year ago, mm. and I really enjoy listening to them every day going back and forth to work. Oh, oh cool. Where, Where are you from? Um, I live in Westfield now. No. I used to live in Central Mass. Central Mass. Ah, okay. Ah, and you moved all the way out here to Westfield. Gardner. Huh? I did. My daughter and her boyfriend have a house out here in Westfield, and I wanted to be closer to them. So, yeah, I sold my condo. And here I am. Oh, you <laughs> did you move in with the with the daughter and the boyfriend? No. Yeah, no, yeah. No. yeah. So you're, 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 not, you're not the smothering type of mother, right? <laughs> not at all. You're not the overbearing mom. No. Oh, you you got a new boyfriend who bought a house? I'm moving in. I'm selling <laughs> everything I own, and I'm moving in with you. Well, listen, Lisa. Yeah. We're uh, we're thrilled you're you're now in the uh, the Bax and Nagel uh, you know, listening family. So thank you. You're very welcome. Have a good day. You too. There you go. Yeah, she sounds smothering to me. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Yes, Mike Jones again. Okay, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Steve calling. How you doing today? Good, Steve. Steve. What's up? Good. Got a quick joke for you. You know why monsters don't eat ghosts? No, why do monsters not eat ghosts? Because they taste like sheet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even understand the premise of that. S H E E T. Have a good day. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Guess who? Yeah. Mike Joe. Okay. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? This is uh, Joe Biden. All right, Joe Biden. What do you got to say? I just want to say that you guys have way more fun now than you did when you had that J.O. guy working there. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, listen. I, we we appreciate that you're listening. Hey, keep uh, keep laughing. All right. All right. You too. All right. Well, there you go. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Mike Joe. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Nick from Springfield. Hey, what's next? What's going on, Nick? Um, I was just curious. Like, what's up with yesterday when um you were you're talking about. Thinking that a 17, 18 year olds were hot. And even uh, Nagel called you out on that. What, where did that come from? It was a joke. It was a joke. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. All right. Thanks for we'll calling. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's George from Agawam. Hey, George. Uh, what's up, George? Quick question. Um, I uh, work in Chicopee, and um, the signal is not quite what it used to be up there did was there some like adjustment in your broadcasting tower in chicopee no everything yeah. should be uh, everything should be exactly the same unless oh, okay. unless there is an atmospheric in uh yeah uh type of thing going on and that does happen from time to time no uh, we've been in our new location for my work since february and um are you talking about getting the regular radio signal inside of a building yeah yeah no even outside even outside the building oh i understand what you're saying and inside a steel building it would be bad because i've noticed uh lately and this is has nothing because a lot of the radio signals digital now it's it's a digital signal that goes out it's no longer well i mean it kind of is the uh, the old radio wave type of thing but a lot of it is digital 
And I, I think that a lot of these other places, like Air Force bases, for example, you know, that stuff interferes with all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why, like, your cell phone signal isn't as strong as it used to be because right. everybody's using that technology. Oh. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know, Stephen. Yeah, and, now, it makes, now it makes sense because I, I used to my business uh, I work for it used to be inside an old airplane hangar on uh, Westover Air Force yeah. Base. And my cell signal and the radio signal was extremely poor in that area, so that makes sense. Well, follow me for more tips on uh, yeah. on guesses on how technology works to make it sound like I'm right. Yeah, but for the rest of you hearing yeah. a, loud, uh, a loud signal, that's all because we got 50,000 watts of nonstop ass kickery. Yeah. So the ne- next uh, statement is, um, you know, I enjoy the shout-outs and everything that these guys do, but... Sometimes it gets too much like a clown, and uh, so it's I'm almost a little bit of a complaint that, hey, maybe we could uh, bring up the intelligence level of your listeners somehow. I don't know how we'd do it, but um, it's just, eh. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the most dumb. unintelligent thing I've yeah. ever heard you say. Why would you say something so <laughs> stupid, sir? Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. All right, let's see what we got here. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Yeah, it will probably okay. was. Okay, we're probably hey, Mike Jones. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Ed. What's, What's up, up Ed? Ed? Listen, Nagel, you're a disappointment. <laughs> Is this the first time you're listening <laughs> to the show? Uh, too many years. I've been wasting my time. But, uh, <laughs> but all seriousness. All the years you come down here to Hilton Head, yeah. keep telling you, let's go have a beer. I know, you're a rock star now. Look at me. I know, I get that. But uh, in all honesty, uh, I, need the, uh, I need the address or the uh, name of that place you got your massage. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the address to it. If, send me an email, and I can, I can figure it out for you, because I, I can't yeah, Google I know, it right I, now. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I figured you would. But, yeah, no, I, I know, because they walk on your back and stuff, right? Yeah, well, I—I I mean, I—I had—I had a suspicion that maybe it could be one of those places where they offer you something at the end. Yeah, but it wasn't. It they, was actually a very classy place. They, yeah, they walk on your back, but they tiptoe on your front. Yeah, yeah that's what I like. Yeah, on the front. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, good luck, yeah. and, and make sure you email day, uh, Steve. Yeah, I will. Bye. All right, All right there you go. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, this is Don. Hey, Don. What's up? Well, I'm wondering if it's because you guys get multiple lines calling in when you do the Friday thing. Yeah. That you don't get, like, uh, call ID to get rid of Mr. Jones. Um, We have caller ID on some yeah, calls and so, and, and not on others. But most of the time it comes up private or whatever. On the, on the I thing. think everybody in Western Mass wants to choke him. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. But I'm pretty sure that if well, I keep picking up phones, he's going to call back. You know, I'm just going to make an assumption about what that man's life is like. You know, he probably, like, that's the only thing that he lives for the entire week is to just call in and say, my name's Mike Jones, bitch. Yeah, well, I think and, it probably helps him forget uh, a little bit about his micro penis, and that's probably what's uh, going on. Well, absolutely. Be- between- absolutely. Good point. So maybe... 
Maybe I'll look at it differently every other Friday when he calls up. A 54-year-old micro-penis being yelled at by his mother every single day to clean up the basement because he hasn't done it since he was 16. I was just going to say to get out of the basement. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I'm going to call the radio station and say my name is Mike Jones 18 times throughout the day. And here's the funny part about it. My name isn't really yeah. Mike Jones. And, and then, he, then he's probably down at the VFW telling all the guys, hey, did you ever hear that thing, uh, open lines when they do on Bax and Nagel. I'm the guy who's Mike Jones. Don't <laughs> tell anybody. Beer on him. They all douse him with beer. Yeah, they probably yeah, will. God. All right. Well, hey, anyway, gentlemen, have a happy Fourth of July. Right. Thanks for doing what you guys do. All right, Thank we you. we appreciate it. It's all look at the look at the time. Uh, uh, no. What are you doing over there, fumbles? Hey, Mike Jones can do a better job on that board than you do. Hey, he's he's, he's certainly got more airtime. We do need a producer. Oh, Jesus. Don't start. No. It's 822 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 833 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. Uh, loading. Loading. Oh, loading. Loading. Yeah, you know, the other day I had to uh, open up an email that had attachments to it. Yeah. You know, from someone who you know works in this building, so it was uh, perfectly uh, safe to open. Took me seven minutes before it allowed me to, uh, before it populated for it allowed me to download it. Seven minutes. Yeah, I I don't know what the deal is here. I, it's unbelievable. Why is it so slow? I don't know. Maybe it's well, I don't want to say whose fault it might be. Well, I'm not going to point fingers either. All right. Uh, Mayor Dom Dom called again for bail reform after a spike in deadly shootings in a neighborhood beset by crime despite police patrols. During a press conference at police headquarters Thursday, uh, Dom Dom, Police Superintendent Cheryl Claprood, elected officials and community leaders condemned a spasm of violence around the, high, around the, school, around the school high in Union Street's neighborhood. They vowed to pour more resources into policing, including uh, overtime pay and expanding surveillance coverage within the department's Crime Analysis and Real-Time Analysis Center. Uh, Dom Dom and Claproot highlighted factors that keep police swimming upstream against the tide of street violence. At the top of their list are judges who let violent criminals make bail. Only the seated defendants go out and commit new crimes at uh, and, and at times more dangerous than the previous. You know, I uh, every time he says this, I tend to agree with him. I don't really understand uh, the whole thing about bail here in the state of massachusetts i get it it's it's set to ensure that you reappear in court but when you got situations like this and these people are coming back committing uh, bigger crimes worser crimes and, and they're emboldened to continue to do that seems to me you're you yeah. you're never going to get justice the way the citizens deserve to get justice well the, the the most recent arrest there the guy was also uh he had been he would been on bail for aggravated rape and another firearm charge yeah and here he is getting picked up for a shooting he, sh- he was shooting somebody he murdered somebody that that that's what i'm talking about you get it you let these guys out oh well, i mean that's just bail they'll be all right i mean are these guys waiting for a dangerous dangerousness hearing and I, that's what's happening in between you know when they're let go when usually, they're when they pay bail usually they hold you to the dangerousness hearing I, then decide to let you go i would think that a guy who's got a history of aggravated rape might in fact be pretty dangerous in fact he might be the very definition of dangerous listen i don't know what these meatheads are thinking 
but I don't own a grill, I don't own a stove, and I don't own a microwave. Do you know why? Why? Because revenge is best served cold, my friends. Oh, he's right about that. He is right about that. He's that's right all about I, screws. That's all I cook is revenge. <laughs> I thought you also cook progress. Uh, I cook progress. Listen, progress is my specialty. And dessert? Development. Development. That's right. But the main course? (laughs) Revenge. I got a three-bean revenge salad. You know, I once shut down an enemy plane with my finger when I just said, bang! You know those kids in the wintertime that pee their name into the snow? Yeah. I pee mine into concrete. <laughs> You'll see it right down there on, on State Street. Right next to the Mass Mutual Center, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, yeah. he, I believe he peed his memoir into the side of the armory once. How do you think that parking garage came down? <laughs> Dom Dom had to take a leak. <laughs> Boom! Gone! Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> We're done. God bless Springfield. Uh, let's see. Uh, will the wildfire smoke stick around all summer? It's I not, sure hope so. It's not uncommon for the U.S. to be impacted by wildfire smoke during the summer, even if those fires are in a different state or country. But barely a month into summer, multiple states have been blanketed in apocalyptic-like smoke that caused hazy skies and poor air quality, sometimes for days at a time. Unfortunately, these waves of smoke likely aren't going away anytime soon. The smoke is coming from Canada with the fires in Quebec and Ontario. Quebec. Whatever. Uh, causing much of the air quality impacts in the uh, U.S. As of Wednesday, more than three or I'm sorry, 30,000 square miles of the country have been burned, a record, according to the Canadian government. That's roughly the size of South Carolina. They need a bigger hose. Yeah, well, you know, you try to run something like that from a fire hydrant in, in I know, in, but in uh, Quebec. Uh, they're Quebec. Whatever. There are still 485 active fires. 243 of them are out of control. Hmm. Again, it's not uncommon for Canadian wildfire smoke to creep into the U.S., but it typically happens in the middle of the summer, and it often doesn't cause multiple delays of unhealthy air quality alerts across the states. You know this wheeze that I got? Yeah. That's what it's, That's what's happening. I'm getting this uh, stuffiness, this like dry throat thing. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they're, there is an air quality warning that uh, that is out right now, you know, yeah. saying that, uh, you know, you, you should, if you can uh, not breathe for the next 24 hours, that might be the healthiest thing you can do. Mm-hmm. But I find that uh, you almost have no choice. Like, you got to breathe it in. You got to breathe all that smoke and, and, and garbage. Well, yeah. I mean, even if you're indoors, I guess you're protected a little bit because maybe you got air filters in your house or something like that. But it's still the same air coming in from the outside. Uh, yeah, but it. Uh, I don't even know how well those like air purification systems work. Whether it can eliminate like stuff like this. Yeah, I don't think it does. I don't think it, I don't think you get. Uh, well, I don't know. Have you? Has anybody checked their air purifier air filter? No, I. So I've, I've never bought one because I didn't think I'd have to have one. I know I clean the screen on the uh, the AC unit thing every month. Every month. Yeah. You're lucky if I do that twice a year. You have to do it every month, otherwise the stuff it gets all the dust gets caught up in there. 
That might explain why I'm coughing up blood. You take the screen out, and then you take the little vacuum cleaner, and you shove the little, the tiniest little piece in there and get yeah. all the little, little dust particles out of there. That way it doesn't uh, doesn't gunk up your system. I should do a whole show on on uh, tips yeah. around your house. HVAC. That's what. It, listen, if this thing doesn't work out for you, I would go into the HVAC world. You'd be very, very uh, successful there. Uh, is this creative parenting or child abuse? A cop in Daytona Beach named uh, Michael Schoenbrod is uh, under investigation after teaching his son a lesson by throwing him in jail. He's not a teenager either. He was only three when it happened back in October, mm. and it was to teach him a lesson about potty training. The kid was having some trouble with it, so Mike him, Michael threw him in jail twice on two consecutive days. The second time, he also put him in handcuffs. The kid's mother, who's also a cop, was in on it as well. Hmm. And uh, this kid was uh, was bailed out and no dangerousness hearing. Yeah, and then he went out and uh, had an accident again. A social worker recently showed up at their house, and Michael admitted to it. His son said he was crying in the cell, mm. that it was the, the response he expected from him, and that the kid promised to never soil his pants ever again. What a horrible, horrible thing to do to a kid. Yeah. And there's a lot of guys, though, in prison uh, who were there because they kept soiling their pants. Michael also said it wasn't the first time he used the tactic. Back when his older son was four, he tossed him in jail for hitting another kid at preschool. Michael's facing a professional standards investigation and hired an attorney, but the details of the investigation haven't been made public. Yeah. I, uh, I Listen, potty training is a, is, is a very, very difficult process yeah. for parents to deal with. Kids eventually get it. Uh, you know, there's something that, uh, like a switch that is flipped and all of a sudden they're using that potty all the time. Yeah. But I know of no kid that's actually had to serve hard time as a result of it. So it seems to be a little bit, uh, a little bit of an overreaction yeah. to, so, uh, to, to potty training. Taking your career to a little bit uh, of an extreme too. Like incorporating that in your normal everyday life. Yeah. You know, usually when people go home from a job, you know, they might be an off-duty cop, but they're usually not uh, writing tickets and, and, and doing cop stuff. Right. Unless they necessarily had to. So you, you, that's what you're doing? You're flexing at home with your kid? Yeah. I'll throw you in jail. I throw scumbags like you in jail every day. You imagine us trying to do that? Telling our kids if you don't shape up, you'll have to do a weekend shift at Rock 102? Oh, I know. Wouldn't that be horrible? <laughs> if you don't clean your room, you're going to be doing afternoons with what? Pat Kelly. Wait a minute. You're telling me my voice is on the air for four hours, but I'm only getting paid for 30 minutes. <laughs> I don't understand how that works. I don't either. Get to work. Introduce that Skinnerd song. <laughs> you know what you're doing over there? Write a couple of Dixie Cup trivia lines. We need that. <laughs> and don't forget to promote... The fact that I'll be at Free Music Friday this afternoon. Right now. <laughs> the uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today. It is uh, going to be, well, it's going to, the air quality out there is not very good at all. Go promote uh, your father. But it will be, yeah, but it will be sunny and a high of 86. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 86. It is 68. Oh, look at this. 86, 68. Wow. How about that? So close. One way from 69, giggity. Yeah. Uh, downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. 
Pro contractors to... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.50 in Nirvana with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's uh, going to be sunny today with a high of 86 tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 85. It is 61 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Baxi's musical podcast this week, two of them uh, were posted. Uh, two up-and-coming artists, both Jess Cowan and Billy Tibbles. Real interesting interviews with, with two people who have a lot of promise. Uh, that's available wherever you find podcasts, and it's all brought to you by Z&M Home Buyers. Monday on the podcast, uh, Western Mass's very own Kenny Aronoff, one of the most recorded drummers in history, is uh, going to be my guest. He's going to be a part of uh, something called the Jim Ursay Collection. Jim Ursay is the owner of the Indianapolis Colts. He's also a uh, a massive collector of rock and roll memorabilia, and he's putting that stuff on tour uh, at a number of different locations around the country. He's coming to uh, the TD Garden in Boston on July 15th, and then after, and while then while that's going on at night, Kenny Aronoff is playing in a free show with a whole bunch of really great musicians, including Kenny Wayne Shepherd and Mike Mills from REM, and many others. And even some surprise guests are scheduled to be on board. So uh, those tickets are free, by the way, and you have to register online. But Kenny is going to be my guest uh, this Monday on the Baxi's Musical Podcast on Rock102.com. Uh, there's a new study out that found uh, that Americans can't tell the difference between fake headlines and real headlines. We used to have a whole contest based on that. That's right. And uh, and we couldn't do it anymore because we couldn't figure out which ones are real. Yeah, right. We we got confused. And now, <laughs> you know, I, I I don't even know why I bother coming in here with the equipment that we have. What, what, what is the deal with this slow internet? This I don't is know. ridiculous. This has been going on for months. Steve, I, I couldn't uh, I couldn't tell you. I don't have an answer. See, I could have get uh, better internet at my house, you know. And you could dial up. Yeah. Uh, many Americans believe that they are regular being, regularly being exposed to misinformation online, and most are confident in their ability to distinguish real news from fake news. However, their confidence in their ability to spot fake news isn't always grounded in reality. A YouGov survey of 1,500 uh, U.S. adult citizens tested Americans' susceptibility to falsehoods in the news and found that, on average, they failed to correctly classify one-third of headlines as either real or fake. You know, the other thing that goes along with, if it's a fake news story, that's one thing. But there are misleading headlines all the time. You know, how many times do you see something that says... Uh, because it's it's molded in a way to put down whoever it, it the story is about. Yeah, that was a here's a perfectly good example of it. I saw it uh, just a couple of days ago. Um, I saw a headline online uh, that said uh, that Joe Biden uh, now has to have a a breathing machine. You know, it has to be oh, hooked up CPAP. to him. Yeah, I but that's not. That. But that's not what it said. That's oh. not what the headline said. The headline said that he is uh, has that he had. They can only that he he needs a breathing machine, it, yeah. it, it, suggesting that he's too old to to breathe on his own, like emphysema or something like. Or you know, like, uh, you know he's well got, got the congestive heart failure or something because it's so believable, right? But the thing is, it yeah. is exactly what it was. It, it, it's a CPAP at yeah. his age. He should be on a CPAP. Which really, you know, 8 million Americans use those things. So it's not, uh, it's not really. Yeah. So it's like uh, it, the, the headline was misleading. It made you think that, you know, he's on his way out and going to be pushing a tank of oxygen, you know, wherever he goes. That's not what's going on. No, no. Uh, but again, uh, because of the state of Joe Biden, 
that would be a believable thing, <laughs> right? Because of because the guy's uh, he's old. Well, like uh, Joe Biden uh, crapped himself outside of the you know at uh, at the UN uh, dinner. Yeah, right. Well, that's oh, he had to get you know possibility. I can. It's plausible. Probably has. <laughs> That's got, that's got to be a situation where where it's happened before. Oh, I'm sh- I'm sure this any a- any one of those. Any well, one George, of those George Bush, uh, you know, vomited on like a, the prime minister of China once, or Japan, or something. Oh, that's right, because of the bad broccoli or something, wasn't it? It was it was yeah, some sort of tainted food, and the guy yeah. wanted to blow and chow all over a uh, international dignitary. Oh man, can you imagine? Yeah, all over the rug. Oh yeah, yeah, it's gonna take some time <laughs> to bend, to to clean up, but. Uh, but, but yeah, but people can't tell the difference, even though as much as they say they can. I get duped by it all the time. Yeah. I, I'm looking at headlines constantly all day long. And, and you like, know what? Legitimate news uh, sources get duped, too. Yeah. Like, they find out later on, no, that didn't happen. That was a, that well, was a hoax. The prime example of that was that plane crash out in San Francisco years ago where they this local news station just went ahead and put on these names on television that were <laughs> some, they said some Ting Wong. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. yeah. We we have we have the and it, and it was obviously like it, it was an Asian it was anti Asian uh, yeah uh, uh, names that they used, but this news station just went ahead and just put them on the air without fact checking any information whatsoever. Yeah, so they much said, for the legitimate hey, news source. We found. The we we have the names of the pilots that died on the Asian Pacific Airlines uh, thing, and then they you know they make Google it because it's kind of funny. It, but I'm not going to read. Yeah, it's it. offensive but, but, but funny. Yeah, yeah but, but uh, nevertheless. But uh, but but that's what people do. Like they they just we want to be the first to get the information out, but we don't really care about facts. We'll worry about that later. <laughs> Ac- accuracy is tomorrow's problem. Yeah. We got to be first. Hey, uh, the Southwick National Pro Motocross Championship Series is coming to uh, to Southwick on July 8th. That's a week from uh, tomorrow. It's going to be a big, big event, and we happen to have a pair of tickets to the 10th caller right now at 293-1021. Good luck to you. It's just about 8.57. What? Nothing. You, you got something to say? No. I oh, I thought just, you had something to say. No, I was just lifting my head. Oh, look, it gave the illusion that you were going to have something interesting to include on that. Uh, no, I... I, oh well, that's fair. Don't, don't look at me. Uh, look at the phones. It's still eight fifty-seven with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two.